This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big cracker dolls and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks? This is where it's at. Windows tinted, seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner, cause niggas know that it's money on the Yo, what up though? It's your man Jay Johnson, aka the Tim Foyo Hat Titan, aka the conspiracy realist, aka the technology snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles. A.K.A. I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me. Mr. If you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because you couldn't find another animal just like me. A.K.A. The West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? And it's your man, Dame Going Wild, the West Side Landlord, the Pride of PA, High Chief Dame Don't Fuck Around, the liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite dame, and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. Let's go. I just got the craziest text message while I was trying to go through that shit, and it almost threw me completely the fuck off. <laughs> Welcome back, Shop Talk Podcast, episode 170. Uh, we got 30 episodes to 200, fam. What we gonna do for two hundred? Uh, we gotta do something special for two hundred. I ain't really want to do shit for a hundred because coke strippers. I mean, let's, uh. Uh, no more coke stories. <laughs> okay, no more coke stories. Uh, I mean, we gotta do something big for two hundred. Yeah, 30, thirty weeks from now, that'd be what? I ain't good with math like that. Mm-hmm. On this, that's spot. like six months. It's like six months, I think. <laughs> I don't, hey man, fuck all that shit. I don't do know, something. man. We're gonna do something special for uh for uh for two hundred. I'm down. I'm down. Yeah. Hey, should be what? like a party you or something. You know what? Fuck this. Like so um y'all tell us what we should do for two hundred. Cause it gotta be interactive. I want I want the people who be fucking with us for over three years to, to to We should do like a party again. I'm with it. Yeah, and get washed. I don't know if I want to get washed. Remember the last time when we got washed for your birthday? That was like a great time. That was one of the drunkest times I've been. Yeah, like we, number three. Yeah, that's top on my on my on my number three. Top list. five for me. Top five for me. Almost got anyway. But uh, how, how was your week, my brother? Week was crazy, man. I had my high school reunion shit last week, which was amazing. Shout out to my niggas from Cast Tech class of. 1999, 20 years. You know what's so bitch. funny? I didn't think about this shit until it was over. Like, I should have went to the fucking bar. You should have. The, like, because I know them niggas. Like, the pajama party was, was, was slapping. A, it was a pajama party? Yeah. That was Friday? That was Friday. Like, after you left here? Yes, I went to the pajama party. Like, you didn't, men- you didn't say, like, hey, I told you. you I, I like, mentioned it that it was a pajama party. You ain't be like, hey, Jay, I'm about to go to a pajama party. It's going to be women in negligees and shit. Nah, no, no negligee. It was, like, just straight pajamas. No like, footies and shit? Not footies, but, I mean, it wasn't. Well, you know, they, wasn't like, they weren't letting lingerie into the, into the bar. So, I mean. I was at a bar. Yeah. Well, you know. There's a TV lounge. At the. Oh, all right. I used to go there every Friday night when my homie was throwing some shit there. He used to throw a little a little shit there Friday nights. We had that bitch 
rocking. Yeah, the shit was packed out. So I mean, we had a good time there. And then Saturday night. But, oh yeah, but like, like on your ten year reunion, the little the the the, the pajama jammy jam negligee jays and all that shit, that'd be straight. But like on twenty year, like things different. <laughs> no, like I'll be year. I be honest, like most of the chicks were still like looking good. They're still looking good. I follow, was, I follow some of them on Instagram. Man. No, no, I'm I'm saying most of them. Like uh, nigga, I'm not going a hundred percent. Like it, most of them, like was st- the ones that I was looking forward to see still look good. Yeah. Uh, you know, shout out to my two thousands. Yeah. You know, you, you one year away from the senior citizens ball. It was the first graduating class of the new millennium. You know what I'm saying? All that shit. So sat- Saturday night was like our gala down at uh, Amnesia in Motor City. Okay. I didn't know you couldn't get into the casino after 1.30. A.M.? Yeah. What you mean? Like, so we finished like. I don't on- gamble in the casinos until after 1.30. Well, we finished doing what we was doing like on Friday night. Niggas was like, well, we're going down to MGM and shit because people have rooms down there and shit. But when you try and go in, if you don't have a player's card or a room key, they turn you the fuck away. Like in the parking lot? No, like when you get in and they like swipe your ID to walk into the casino. If you don't, it, it's a big ass sign. If you ain't got the players club card oh, or okay, I get it. A, a hotel room key, you can't come in. Oh, they start doing that shit because uh, niggas start using the parking, um, they parking structure to park there and then going through all the clubs and shit. So they made niggas get players cards so they can get through. So I, that's that's wild. That's it's fucked up. I just wanted to, you know, I shoot. I ain't feel like going home. I wanted to see what I could see, and you know, relax. But they they put it into that shit. I shoot craps, and I only shoot craps down at um, at Greektown because that's where I went at. And I only play like sometime after one a.m. and I go to the same table, sit on the same end, the same end. And I, I'm not, I'm, I would be pissed if I went up that bitch and it was like you can't get in. Yeah, I don't, I don't gamble. I don't, I don't really fuck, fuck with Motor the casino City. like that. If I want to shoot craps at Motor City, I might as well shoot in the barbershop. Fair enough, because that shit is just like you shoot in the hood. And shit. I still can't get in the Greektown. What happened? You know, oh, that's, well, you that's, where, that, I, that's you, where I punched that girl back in the day, and they still turning the nigga away. Yeah, so if y'all want to hear about that story when Dane punched the girl, and uh, it's the very it's, the very first episode, episode it's, it's, one. It's deceptive when I say I punched a girl. Yeah, it's deceptive. She was this was before she, the trans movement. Yeah, yeah she, she was she was just, she was studly. She was studly. Yeah, so the, stu- the I, studly. I, remember, I, I the, remember the remember the studly brother. No, I mean the the Dudley, <laughs> the Dudley brother. brothers. Yeah, so it was the Dudley <laughs> boys. But I, <laughs> not a look, look, I fired on the stud at the casino. Hey, this is it, it is what it is. Sometimes I'm, this gonna sound wild, but sometimes people need to get fired on. Yeah. Did you see the video of the uh, old girl wilding out at um, Planet Fitness? No, nigga, she threw a monitor at this nigga head. First, she spit on him, threw a monitor at his head. Took the little the little Deborah car swiper on the little rope and shit like she was fucking this nigga up, and he gave her one. He was skinny nigga too. He gave her one little boop, and then she fell. But she kept coming and start kicking him and shit. And this was a big one. This is a big girl. Like you got to use your grown man strength for that one. Like you can't really play around. I mean, it's, these he, hands sometimes they got to be the equalizer. He showed restraint though. Like he ain't like attacker. He was just like every once in a while like boop boop. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. You're not gonna fucking embarrass me out in public, like you're not gonna like hurt me. <laughs> like I could take a couple slaps. You know what I'm saying? I'm not really keen with getting slapped, but like it's on camera. Like, will you hit me a little bit too hard and I kind of stumble? <laughs> like, <laughs> now I got a fire on you. Now, now I'm coming from the hip. 
with the strength of Ike Turner. <laughs> you going to jail now? Nah. Mm. That's cool. Yeah, I remember you remember that. Yeah, yeah. And that's cool because I can bond out. I can okay. bond out. I'm 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 gonna sit for probably about an hour, but I'll be straight. I'll bond out. Now, when you came in the studio earlier, I asked, you know, how you doing? You said this was like one of your worst fucking days ever. Yeah, I had a real bad day today. Like, it started with some bullshit at like 4 o'clock this morning, and the shit just kept continuing. I had like an interview for a job. That shit didn't go how I was hoping it was going to go. Was that at 4 o'clock in the morning? No, no, no. The interview was like later <laughs> in the afternoon. And I don't know about what job was that. <laughs> uh, I just got my kids a puppy, too. And oh, shit. It's a motherfucking shit machine. Like, all the bitch does is shit and piss every fucking where. I hate the dog already. What kind of dog is it? Nigga, I got five kids. I'm tatted up. I'm from the west side. Take two guesses what type of dog I got. So listen. <laughs> two guesses. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, you know what I got. I got a fucking pit bull. Nigga, you know what I got. Listen, I made this argument this week, right? And uh, I like myself because I'm making some great arguments and shit. <laughs> I think they should ban pit bulls. For what? They too dangerous. And um nigga a golden retriever is dangerous if you raise the bitch the wrong way. But people are using these these animals to inflict harm harm on people. I yeah, think- I'm gonna inflict harm if a nigga break in my house. This motherfucker just gonna be a huge house pet. Like there's You seen the video when the, the little them, them whole ass white kids in uh Roseville set the sick the pit on them? Yeah. Like piss when they lay locked. Well, that, first of all, that nigga should have shot that dog. He's a kid. He didn't. He couldn't shoot nobody. He was like sixteen. Or, or he should have come back to shoot the dog. <laughs> I would have. I would have fucked everybody else up out there. The little kid too. Everybody got a dog. Yeah, because he was swinging like a, a a broom, or one of them had a hammer or some shit. Hey, fuck them kids. I'd, everybody got to go. Hold on, I will shoot this bitch up. I <laughs> I'll shoot this bitch up. I'll air this motherfucker out right now. Right now. You know how I many people I put on that goddamn song, dog? I love that song. That's, yeah. I mean, because you can apply that that phrase to damn near anything. For sure. But, like, I, I, I'm, I'm being facetious. I don't think, like, that the dog should be banned because it's the owner's fault, right? Yeah. And people who don't take care of their fucking dogs and shit. But I'll be, like, I'll be feeling the same way when they tell you want to ban AR-15s because it's not the actual. It's the motherfucker that, that has the gun, yeah. not, not, not the, the gun's actual, fault. Yeah. So. Yeah, but my pit bull is going to be a fucking house pet. Like, the nigga is, he, he a lap dog. I can't never have a pit bull, though. Why? So I'm I'm never going to have an animal that if if we have a fight to the death, I need to be sure I'm going to win. And I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> so you can't come in my house if I'm not sure that I can I can beat you and kill you. Okay, that's fair enough. So I mean, as long as I got a gun in my house, that dog ain't never going to win with me. Oh, facts, facts, facts. You know, remember that time I uh, almost got attacked and killed by my neighbor's dog? Yeah, you should have shot it. Should have shot it. I ain't seen him since. The nigga ain't. I ain't seen the dog since. The nigga ain't never came back. I remember that dog almost ran up on you. He had you wedged in the door, my nigga. I'm saying I ain't seen the, the dog. video of that shit was hilarious. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not funny when a dog run up on you like in the in the midst of that shit yeah. because I. 
I done had an incident where I went over one of my homeboys' house. He was like, you scared of dogs? I'm like, nah, nigga. I'm, you know, I'm cool. Anything but that nigga had four you. fucking pit bulls walking around Anything like with no collars you. on. If I'm like, nigga, no, I'm scared of a herd of fucking pit bulls. <laughs> I'm not scared of dogs, but I'm scared of a herd of these niggas. <laughs> nigga had a herd of pride. <laughs> yeah. Because one, because like, you know how, you know how like you have a couch and it's fucked out like the shit sit low as fuck. Yeah. So now I'm damn near eye level with these four dogs. <laughs> In, in the middle of my nigga house. And they smelling the fear and shit. Yeah, I'm not with it. And they walking around with no collars. I'm like, if one of these bitches jump on me, what are you going to put the motherfucker in a headlock? What are you going to do? No. What are you going to do? I'm going to be dead. No. I don't By pit bulls. I can't do it. Oh, shit. But coming to the podcast has made my day better. Yeah. We got uh, we got a couple of guests today. We do have some guests in the building um, that told us some outrageous shit before we started recording. About I Jesus. wish. No, <laughs> about Caesar. <laughs> about Jesus. Uh, so uh, we there thought- wasn't no Jesus in none of them stories. <laughs> that shit was all the work of the devil. Um, I, our guests informed us that they also had intros, and they was going to perform out. their intros. Chill out, today. chill right, the so fuck out. I'm just gonna go and let them introduce themselves. All right, it's your girl. Shani the Hippie, a.k.a. Orange Shalada Remy Marticia, a.k.a. Shani the Punani, a.k.a. Chakra Khan, a.k.a. Maya Angelou, a.k.a. Edgar Allan Ho, coming to you bitches <laughs> from the 313, okay? Period Bad po. bitch, real nigga, all day. Period, poo. Hey, man. <laughs> Edgar Allan Ho. I, I, and, and to be perfectly honest, they did not tell me that, so I just put her on the spot. And she performed <laughs> like a fucking champ. So, I feel uh, like she had an intro the last time we had low key, I did do it. I did. Yeah. Every time I've been on here, I've done an intro. Side note, you on a very short list. This is your third time? Yes. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yep, it is very, my third time. Very short list. I think mm-hmm. who the, She Cheyenne, might be the old, Yeah, yeah, Cheyenne. She kind of hang out around here. <laughs> Shout out to Cheyenne because she came through for a nigga this week. I ain't even going. She did. Like, like, that's my dog. She came she through for a nigga this week. And I do got to give her all respect and praise to do. She's the man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, not, not on that. She came through with like some other shit for me. Oh. Like on some business shit. So, like, shout out to her. That's my dog. Oh, well, shout out to you on that too, shoot. But, but, but she did come through. <laughs> With, yeah, yeah, yeah. She came through with the alley oop. Um, <laughs> and we also have another guest in the building today. Hello. <laughs> I don't have like a, a intro like Shawnee, but it's me, Vicky, Slick Vic, a professional twerker. I'm a fucking preschool teacher, a bad bitch, and I can fight. Oh, shit. <laughs> Period. Period, <So>, poo. <laughs> so don't come up to the PTA meetings think it's about to go down because oh, it's going down. Yeah, like he Period. said, I. I air this bitch out. <laughs> I'll shoot this bitch out. <laughs> My favorite phrase. Oh, man. Um, I are we, to... we going to have three? Because we got a, a third party in here. She's, she's looking scared. <laughs> <laughs> she does look rather scared. Uh, hold on. Let me let me adjust your mic. Like, are you going to give an intro or not? Like, because you, you looking like a deer in headlights right now. Come on, Kai. I can give a little bit of an intro. Okay. Hold on, hold on. Let's let's turn this mic on. I don't don't think she's on. All right, there we go. Hey, y'all, what's good? I'm Kai, K. Alexandra, K. Alexis Wright, Black Hermione, 504 with 313. Um, 504. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we'll take it. Period, poop. Educating in New Orleans. Come back to the D. Um, <laughs> always been a West Side bitch. Yeah. Fucking Linwood. Linwood. Shout out. Too. 
from Finkelaway. I'm a suburban bitch. From but you can fight, so I can fight. Period. You gotta beat fight. these white hoes ass. I can fight. So I got called a fucking nigger today. Ooh. At work. It <laughs> <laughs> had to happen at work. <laughs> what? You work at Quicken Loans. <laughs> 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 I don't, but like this is the third time this year in person Excuse or over the phone. Me? Over the phone, no, uh, they okay. always say that shit over uh, the phone. Cause like the fuck, <laughs> yeah, I got called a fucking nigger today, man. And like you know, how they know? <laughs> <laughs> it be so funny, man. I understand why. I, I'm not surprised when I see white people shooting shit up all the time. Cause like white men are so fragile, and when they don't get their way, yeah. they throw temper tantrums Pussies. and shit. You know what I'm saying? They be yeah. some hoes and shit. But like uh. Like, sometimes I can, I mean, I can deal with a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? It never bothers me and shit. I don't even hang up on them most of the time. But, like, today I just really wasn't for the shit, dog. Did you hang up on them? Of course. But, mm-hmm. like. Did you freeze that account? Like, so, I'm not saying that this is them. something that I would ever do in life. Because I would not do this. But, like, why you be talking to certain people and, like, I know where you live at. Yeah. <laughs> like when yeah. I, if oh, I got, like, yeah. all your shit, yeah. like, man, yeah. you know how Google work? Like, I'll be there in an hour. <laughs> I never had somebody call me a nigga at work, but I had a Hard white. Hard ER, too. Oh, mm-hmm. not that, but there was a, remember I told you this story that happened last year at the school I was working at. Mm-hmm. So I was teaching English as a second language, and all my students were Japanese, and my director, she was white. And she was like, yeah, my son told me that he likes nigger girls. I said, excuse me? What the fuck does that mean? And I went to HR and got that bitch fired. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. Did you fight her? I didn't fight her because I was like, it just came out of nowhere. And yeah. I was like, you know, the fight in me don't happen in school. But. I be kind of conflicted, right? Because I don't, yeah. I don't want you to think that you always got that much power over me with a word. But yeah. I be wanting to fuck you up, though. You know what I'm saying? I it's, will be anybody ass who say that shit. I don't give a fuck. If you say that shit right in front of me, I'm going to beat the fuck out of no you. No one's ever said it like to me. Like, I be looking in life, at people while they like, fit, rapping music lyrics like, I want you to say it. Give me an excuse. Yeah. Let yeah, me just I don't, go off. Like right. over the phone, I don't give no fuck. Like I'll laugh at you. Like yeah. I, I, I don't care. Because I know that if you saw me in the streets, like nigga, you, you wouldn't purse your lips Nigga, you wouldn't fight your, you wouldn't raise your hand to fight the power. So I know you wouldn't say that shit to me in my fucking face. So like, I don't, I just find it interesting. Like I've been dealing with this general, the same general industry for like sixteen years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've talked to I don't know probably a million different people. You know what I'm saying? But like within the last you know four to five months for three individuals. To call me a fucking nigga. It's that Trump temperament. You know what I'm saying? Like the the the, the energy is definitely changing. Yeah, the energy and in I can, the room I can is literally different. See and that's it. that's why you punch crackers in the face. And not even old people. Like my age and younger. Beat oh, the fuck facts. out of them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like you 60, 70 years old, like them oh, crackers. I see what you I know what kind of tip you want, but like yeah. them the same people that talk about Detroit being safe now. <laughs> I had somebody tell me that yesterday. Oh, Detroit is safe. It's safe bitch. down. It's safe downtown. It's safe downtown. Bitch, it is not. I live down there. I will fucking rob you. <laughs> Listen, make downtown dangerous again. Make Detroit black again. I'm about, start, I'm about to start hey. shooting in Lafayette Park. You know, I got the little ring video doorbell and shit, right? Yeah. And like with that, it's a little neighborhood shit, and you can just get all the shit in, in a three mile radius, right? Right. For people report different crimes or like. 
every time that y'all see some shit on crime in the D or on the news and shit, like and I see your that, house. I see that shit in real time first <laughs> on okay. the app. You know what I'm saying? And then you get video like they they look at the city dangerous as fuck. And you just be forgetting because you know you and you go in the house, you close the door, and like the outside world like don't exist. But when you look at your phone and you see all the shit that happened when you went to bed last night, like that oh, shit, this shit dangerous. As I fuck. live in the projects. I see that shit every fucking day. That shit dangerous, nigga. Yeah. That shit terrible. It's a war going on outside. It Nobody a, is safe. It was <laughs> a fucking shooting yesterday. Like just driving through, and like there was all these cops and all these police, and then like I looked on my phone, it was like crime city, like a shooting with like a hundred kids were outside, and somebody was out there shooting and shit. I was like, damn. So I just got shot while we was in here. It's <laughs> not funny. Uh, no, the police had my block like. When I was com- on my way up here, the police had my block like barricaded off. This Somebody got shot. Summer. <laughs> That's what really happened in the high. Yeah, <laughs> not, not a hot girl summer. It's a Detroit summer. <laughs> Straight up, it's been. It was. It's just a, been a bra on Pembroke and Murray Hill. Shots fired. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, I always, I always feel like a fist fight gonna turn into a shootout. One hundred percent. Always. It, I mean, if it got young niggas involved. Just stay away from the young niggas because yeah. you don't have to kill them. So just stay away from the young niggas. Uh, but anyway, we got two guests in here, and um, we I want to actually talk about why they're here first because I got like a whole bunch of shit on my topic list. I got you. And if we get into that shit. <laughs> but they're going to chime in. For gonna, sure. So I, wanna, I want in. them to chime in. So we want to talk about why they're here first so we can get that shit out before I make anybody angry. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't be angry Shawnee why are you No here? not y'all oh. Angry but like our listeners and shit. Oh. Yeah. Why are you here Well I am The bad bitch of poetry My name is Shawnee the hippie And on October 24th I am releasing my first physical book Okay called, yeah. yeah you know bad bitch shit It's called Afflictions and Affirmations A memoir on love and loss And it is my best work To date I am so proud of it It is my baby and I'm pregnant with success, and it's amazing. Kind of I like that. Me, kind of threw me off. Hold on, I was, right on, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> no, with success. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. That's what's up. That's what's up. Congratulations. Remember when I came on here and talked about my first book? I yes, really you. We you sent us a copy of it. I mm-hmm. still I still have it. Absolutely. Yes. Um, and the poetry album. That you came back yep. and discussed. Mm-hmm. We had a listening party here. Yeah. We mm-hmm. definitely did. And oh, then yeah. you discussed this project that you was working on. Mm-hmm. And now to see it, like, I mean, that's. that's and we have all vegan though. food for the listening party? I feel like. It wasn't did. all vegan. There was vegan options, though. Okay. Y'all niggas eat meat. I wouldn't do y'all dirty. Half and half sometimes. Okay. But I did. Keep I, don't need, I, don't like, I don't like that sentence. Y'all niggas eat meat. No homo. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't like how that was structured. <laughs> but when y'all was here for your for your for the listening party, y'all had this little red platter. Mm-hmm. I still have it, and I've been using it. If you leave some in the studio, if you leave some in the studio, that's perfectly fine. And you never come back for it. Uh, it's ours. It. Yeah. But that's the reason why it's called afflictions and affirmations. Because like, if you've been paying attention, you can like see my journey, and I've always affirmed all the things. That I was gonna do, and I've been doing them. You've been doing a lot lately, actually. Yeah, I, I just got to deal with the Detroit Public Library to do like free shows for like family friendly shows and stuff like that. Um, I've been to Cleveland twice this year. I performed at LA and in Denver. I've been uh, 
working on in film right now as a creative director and like doing a lot of like different stuff. So that's what's up. Hard. So proud. I Hashtag mean, booked you, and busy. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you be doing, you be doing live shows and shit. Mm-hmm. And, um, I performed at St. Andrews twice, St. Andrews. House of Be- twice. Blues, Cleveland twice. Mm-hmm. Um, so. And what's the what's the one joint that the the all the cool artists go to? The L Club. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's some special shit. Yeah. I'm the bad bitch of poetry. I feel like I know somebody. Yeah, you do. You know, what I'm it is high. <laughs> <laughs> but, but we but we've seen it from the inception until yeah. until now. So I literally was like. Looked up like Detroit podcast hashtag and I was like DMing people and y'all DM me back. I'm like, yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, it, it was humble beginnings for us too. Mm-hmm. Like we needed, uh, we needed help. Yeah, <laughs> we needed to guess. But, but we, I mean, it's is it's been a perfect marriage. I mean, mm-hmm. now you're a friend of the show. Yeah, and we tell people like you're always welcome to come back. And we really be meaning it. Yeah. Oh, I'll be back. Closer to the book. Okay. Let me That's get on y'all books. We got you. We got you. October? October 24th, my okay. birthday. Okay. okay, right around my birthday, too. Yes. You're a Scorpio? November 1st. Oh, Scorpio. So I was having a conversation about doing a party, uh, a birthday party. For me? Yeah. Uh, a birthday. This year? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, I'm down. I'm uh, down. A I'm birthday down. party slash costume Halloween party. Your birthday the day after Halloween and shit. It is. So I figured we can have a Halloween party, um, costumes, and... Um, We're doing it. I'll We're be Wednesday it. Adams. Ooh. I can see that. Or Daria. I, I just want to take but my shirt off. But just look like a regular Tuesday for you. That's true. <laughs> you like, where y'all been? Like, you were there yesterday. Right? <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty gossip. I'm going to take my look, shirt I'm, off at some point yeah. in the party. Okay. Fan relax. Dog, no, I can't. I can't. West Side I, nigga shit. I can't. Like I, I can't stop. <laughs> no, that's that's some Rosedale Park nigga I can't shit. stop. I can't stop. West Side nigga shit. I lost nice. all this weight mm-hmm. and I ain't took my shirt you, off this summer. You did lose a lot of weight. I did. How do you? I did. This... It was the cocaine, but I'm, I'm, I'm definitely even more proud. <laughs> even and where can proud. I get some? <laughs> did you get? Did you, never mind. <laughs> I'm about to ask how, how your cocaine experience, experience go? High as a motherfucker. High as a light bill, my nigga. Oh shit! I've never done cocaine, by the way. Wow. <laughs> You're missing out, my nigga. You're missing out. Yeah, man, don't feel bad. Oh man. This oh. shit is going downhill. Man. It's going downhill. But yeah, I'm down for the party, so it's it's going down. Final be Tina down. Marie. Tina mm-hmm. Marie? Mm-hmm. Who gonna be uh Or Cher. Cher. Be Who's Cher. gonna be Sunny? Sunny. Right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm your Sunny. That would be interesting. <laughs> that would be interesting. I'm your Sunny. Well who we go cause like we 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 I can't think of a better dynamic duo. Somebody told somebody gave me an idea that what we should do as a as a uh, uh, Halloween costume. That should be kid and, and play. No, they say we should be Jay and Dame, like Dame Dash, Jay Z. Nigga said, "Not after yesterday's news." Kid and play would be dope. Yeah. I'm down. You need to y'all, hair day. Y'all you know, look more like. I'm like. I was like. I want to fuck around and come as Thanos. Thanos, you could be Jesus, and y'all could try and decide <laughs> yes, who goes save the world. I was actually Jesus. One wow. Year. I was Jesus for one year for Halloween. Thanos, Jesus, and I drove whoever come first. home drunk, and it was the blood of Jesus who saved me because uh, I was definitely Jesus. You know, the best Halloween costume I've seen you do was that year you was Tyrone Bickham's. Yeah, I that shit was legendary. Yeah. <laughs> it was great because it was showed, at work. I showed my boss that picture today 
Literally today, <laughs> I showed my boss that picture. Uh, I was a perfect match for Tyrone, and I got like powdered donuts for the lips and shit. So my shit would be real. Uh, that was the best shit. Real ever. cracky. What <laughs> um, an NWA year. NWA, that shit was fucking amazing. Yeah, dog. the that NWA was year was before, good. Before like the movie and shit, and we was all dope. It was dope. We had a, a little party bus and shit, right? And we pulled up in front of um, whatever the fuck they be having that little party and shit at. And when we pulled up, cruising down the street in my six fours, it just happened to be on. And oh, everybody nice. in the line just turned and looked, and the doors opened, and we came out. Then everybody started screaming, and they ran to the bus and shit. It was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> but we was with it and shit. You know what I'm saying? It was NWA, and then one of my homies was dressed like Ice Cube and um, and uh, Boys in the Hood and shit. That shit was fire. Uh, then people just started putting us on the fire of all their Halloween parties for the next, like, four years and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like... That's good shit. They should have paid cool. you for it. That's good That's shit. Good. But we got to figure out something. It'll be dope. It'll be dope. But uh, shit, we 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 went in that whole circle and like y'all actually here for something. I know Vic, you got something going on, and this you know part of the reason why we had y'all on the show. Well, I have a lot of things going on. Um, so me and my timeline twerking a lot. Yes, I am a professional twerker. I am the unofficial undefeated Detroit twerk champ Al. can't nobody period so um I started twerking because um I used to strip and um I need a new car so uh I did a couple of one night onlys and I was dancing got my car in like two days so you mm. know and then um <laughs> after that you know I just started doing twerk contests and you know going to parties and stuff and then this girl had DM me like you know I really want you to teach me how to twerk so I was like I can make this a thing. Like, I'm all about making money. So I was like, all right. Then I bounced the idea around, you know, a couple of my friends and started, you know, twerk fit with Slick Vic. So it did take a little bit of a break, but um, that shit back. Back and uh, like I'm, I'm, I'm clapping ass everywhere I go. <laughs> 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 so um, yeah, I'm excited. So follow me on Instagram, Twerk Fit with Slick Vic, and um, I got some some stuff coming up. Okay. Real, real soon. Well, what about real, the real other the, the other job? Um, the other thing is, so besides me shaking ass, I'm actually a, a preschool teacher. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I really live, like, three separate lives. But um, I am a preschool teacher. I've been teaching for seven years. And every year I do a back-to-school drive. So this is my second one. Last year was really, really successful. Like Successful? Successful. Oh, yeah. It's Friday. I'm feeling <laughs> freaky. Um, successful. I do have a list. But um, it's... It was it was great. We were I was literally on seven mile just passing out school supplies. Like most of it was money that I, you know, had and people gave me some money and you know, I matched whatever and we were just passing out shit for like three hours. And I actually was outside twerking too. That was funny. That's how you get the cars to stop. Yes. Like people like all the daddies at the barbershop was coming out, like, let me get some stuff for my kids. This man came like six times. So I'm like, how many goddamn kids you got? <laughs> but um so yeah, I'm doing another one. It's gonna be September first. And it's at 3K um, Auto Services on the east side because I did the west side and I'm doing the east side. Shout so. out to our homie, Pharaoh. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. his Do- shop. Doing great things. Yes. Great so things. Um, I'm going to do it there. So come out from, I think it's from 3 to 5. Yeah, 3 to 5. And just come get some shit for your kids. 
What do you want the donors to do? Like stuff a backpack, bring it. Um, you guys can cash at me. My cash app is Vic Slick, and um, yeah, send me money. You can send me fucking two dollars. I mean, notebooks are literally fifteen cents. So whatever. I've already gotten some money, and my mama gave me three boxes of school supplies. So yeah. <laughs> I got enough right there. <laughs> and you can go to Five Below and get a bunch of book bags for five dollars if yes. you want to help donate. Yeah. Yeah. So um, send these babies back to school. Send right? them back to school, right? Because mm-hmm. um, DPS is really fucked up right now. They don't even got even got toilet paper for their kids. So um, me being a teacher and seeing that, um, it hurts my heart. So I'm like, if I can just you know supply five kids with some stuff that maybe would be helpful to them. So um, I'm starting to do like an annual thing for it. So I do a lot of nonprofit stuff. So um, yeah, let's get it. Send me some money. An angel. Well, you know. You know. Um, <laughs> Dame and I are going to show up and for sure we don't be fucking with the east side like that so two west side niggas is going to go out there you think I'm going to need GPS the whole way there and the whole way back you know what I'm saying like, and I'm going to have to shower three so times so all of our all of our <laughs> to get the stank off of me at the east side well, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to, to, to make a appeal to the east side right now and you don't know it's not it's not working right well, now because I was trying to find a place on the west side but I was like thinking really really hard and then literally I saw him on my timeline I'm like I forgot that you have a shop and he was like I'm like can I just have it here like I just be outside with a table he was like hell yeah so people already started bringing stuff to his shop so if you don't make it you know before September 1st you're gonna drop stuff off at his shop and um, yeah just just follow me on Instagram uh, Slickvic with two K's and get more info on the flyer and show these babies some love yeah we're gonna post a flyer up again on the shop talk page so the west side uh, landlord and the west side T'Challa is gonna come out to the east side and show up so all our east side listeners who I be talking shit to on Twitter all day um, be disaster. <laughs> I'm, I'm coming. <laughs> that's not where I was going. With this. <laughs> uh, but we need y'all to help and show yes. supports for the kids. You know what I'm saying? It's for the babies. We're for the babies. This town. So show up and show out. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a good time. Definitely. Vicky is an angel. Oh, I love children. Like I, I love it. So you yeah. gotta love it to be a teacher because I. Like, I love my kids, but then I don't like nobody else's kids. See? And I work with special needs children, so, like, my patience is, like, real wild. Like, I get called a bitch at least six times a day by a four-year-old. So, I just be like, you're autistic. Like, you know, you have problems at home, you know. So, I just be smiling, doing my job. But, I mean, they need somebody to love them and to be there for them. So, you know, I don't get paid a whole lot of money, but that's not what I'm in it for. So, God bless you. <laughs> I love it. I just thought of a question. It, do you mind kids cursing? Um, I don't let kids cuss. I'm uh, no. Mm-mm. And see, I teach at like an inner city now, not in Detroit. So a lot of kids cuss because they hear their parents cuss. So like when they drop something, they'll be like, "Shit!" And I'm like, "Watch your mouth. Like, don't talk like that in my classroom." Or you know, I'll, I'll even kick them out my classroom. You know, show them out. I, I don't play. So let me ask, uh, why is that? Why do I kick them out my classroom? Why? So I know this is going to sound wild. Why do we have an issue with kids cussing? cussing? Yeah. Because I feel like your vocabulary is so much more 
diverse and wide that you can use other words to describe what you're talking about and it's just not appropriate in school like when I was growing up yeah I used to cuss at home my mama you know joking but I'm your teacher you need to show respect gotcha. and in my classroom you don't use cuss words so I don't care what the fuck is going on don't cuss yeah so like this is you at work so right. to speak so use your business it, tone exactly in so. general though do you mind kids cursing I don't I don't think it's cute how old how old I mean, I taught eighth grade, and oh, they cussing like a like motherfucker in eighth grade. A thirteen-year-old, I'm like, okay, yeah, you're almost in high school. Like, I let no. you get away with a couple. So of I guess I'm asking this question because, like, as we get to adulthood, we cuss like, well, I have a foul mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I curse a lot, and most people around me curse. It's like lorries for for right. sentences, right? And I be like, all the adults, adults cuss and nothing happened from when I was 15 to 22 that you lived enough life that you can curse now like what exactly is the big thing about I started cursing? cussing in front of my parents when I was in high school and they be like don't be cussing in my house and I'd be like alright nigga whatever no, like, I don't cuss I in front of my I, I slip in front of my dad I never cuss in front of my mom but it be like I be so used to talking shit yeah. right. I be like damn nigga this Oh, and then I, I yeah. but I don't like I don't use big cuss words. It may right. be a damn yeah. every once in a while. My What's mom, a big cuss word? Like bitch, fuck, fuck, shit. But the compound. Asshole. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> no, I think about it. My dad be listening to the podcast, so I guess he do. He know you. He know you cuss, but you know it's not a secret. But like, but not in front of him. See, my household was very different. Like I was the motherfucker from an early age, so I just caught on. Like, but it's like, what? Different. What's the why is like, cursing bad? What's the bad portion of it? It's they like certain words hold a certain type of volume. It's like the same reason why we don't want white people saying nigga. Like they hold like a certain meaning to it. But I think it's a lot of of how you say it too. You let yeah. your kids cuss. I I don't, but I'm not naive to like. Like, I can be upstairs in the kitchen and my sons are playing, like, Call of Duty in the basement. And I can hear, like, nigga, like, and it's not like, <laughs> is it, but that, like, I'm not tripping on it. Like, ayo, hey, y'all, y'all chill that out. Like, right. but I know, like, once I'm not in earshot and right. the door closed, like, you they, know what's crazy? they got them headsets on and it's, and they going ham. Growing up um, in my neighborhood. I grew up in Redford for a long time, and um, we had a cussing club in my backyard. And we would would go in the backyard and cuss each other out. And we would just take turns like, bitch, fuck you. Like, we would just go crazy on each other. And the cussing club got canceled because my fucking sister told my mama, like, they back there cussing. And my mama came back there and was like, oh, you cussing. And I'm like, no. But, yeah, so. I I, called my stepmama bitch under my breath once. Like, Did she hear you? Oh, yeah. I don't know, man. And no, nah, see, I would never. Should give you that hand. I'm, <laughs> I'm really lucky to be here right now. <laughs> I would never. See, in my family, we cuss. Like all my family from the east side, and my grandma. If she not cussing you out, she don't love you. If she don't greet you with like, mm-hmm. what the fuck you up to? Like then, like she don't see me. So. Growing up, we I was around people cussing, but I never cussed until I maybe got in high school. If I'm joking, like yeah. you know, damn, or like sit your ass down, but I never be like bitch, like fuck you, like I would never say words like that. But now I'm almost thirty, I say whatever the fuck I want. My mom would just be laughing; she think it's funny. I think we're the generation of casual cursing too, because like my dad only cursed when he was angry. Like you lost your motherfucking mind. Not my family. No. All them old ass motherfuckers cuss. <laughs> like my my parents don't cuss. You know what I'm saying? No. I don't, 
I may have heard him a few a damn. So why your mouth so dirty? Why your mouth so dirty? Well, why you don't do it around them? Because I just give them the, the so. If you're not a cursor, and and if you may find certain words offensive, I won't say them in front of you because that may hurt your feelings. You okay. know what I'm saying? Or like if that's uncouth to you, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna come around and make you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But like if we have established that everybody in this motherfucker is cool with cussing, like I don't I don't see the mm-hmm. big deal. Right. Well, on the surface, I don't see the big deal. At some point on the in a, in a different episode, we're gonna have a real conversation about cursing and spelling and all the other shit because I think. No, like there's a reason that people think these words are bad. Oh, the hard er more than likely. Well, not the, the, the de- <laughs> for sure. Yeah, that's that's some yeah. old different. Yeah, but it's a whole. I mean, no, I mean like motherfucker versus motherfucker. No, it's the same. It's the same. You're just white if I, you say motherfucker. I just I just think <laughs> I just think it just depends on the connotation of the shit. Like, because I can call you fucking you know, not fucking like genius, and I'm I'm really calling you an idiot. Like, so what? I don't. Yeah. So if you drop something to say shit, I'm really not mad at you because that's a, you use it in the correct word, like shit, like eh. <laughs> use it right. You know what I'm saying? But and you can you can say something regular and it still be like real kind of. You, yeah. What what did Carl used to use? Precious angel, <laughs> and that shit be condescending as it's fuck. It's like how black women be like, you have a blessed day, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> blessed day. Yeah. In conclusion, like fuck no, you too. So listen. In conclusion, <laughs> per my last email, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, yes, as, yes. As I stated, <laughs> yo, that that per my last email, I'm getting up from my desk and I'm coming to find you. What's so funny is like I'm really good with words and like crafting emails and writing and structure. Like so, like people come to me like, can you can you help me with this email? So like I don't have to curse. I prefer it though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But like, so if your if your son was like, oh, <laughs> you did something wrong, he was like, all right, you now nah, you a regular old genius. <laughs> you would probably <laughs> hold on. So like, look at this genius here. It's, <laughs> it's funny that you say that, like, because I did something, and my middle son, uh, he just turned twelve, and then they gave me a slow clap, <laughs> and, and, and was like, congratulations. <laughs> And he walked away. <laughs> and that was an ass whooping offense in, in my eyes. 100%. But I mean But I mean he I don't know what the fuck I did to make to I'm make a, him do that shit. Like but if, he, if if I didn't give you the ass whooping, I'm gonna hem you up a little bit. Like, don't forget I will fuck you up. Okay. <laughs> like, like you think that shit cool. <laughs> <laughs> he asshole. You want you want to smell my cologne? Is but I mean but I mean I I know where they get it from. You know what I'm saying? Like my my daughter's got smart ass mouths, but I the apple, the cracker don't fall far from the box. So, I mean, yeah. I, I get it. In conclusion, no kids cuss in my motherfucking classroom, and that's why I only teach to up to four year olds. I'm, I'm an early childhood educator, and I don't teach past kindergarten, and she that's why. Walk in a room like y'all better not be motherfucking cussing in this bitch, okay? Let me catch one of you niggas cussing, and y'all getting written the fuck up. <laughs> All right, man, listen, I got a whole bunch of shit I want to get into. Let's uh, go. Let's go. That anger me this week. Because we already an hour in. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of this. Well, some of it. A good was, 15 minutes yeah. of that was, was the, the story. Talking about Coke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Coke, great. Hey, man, that's a lot of shit to go <laughs> on behind the dumpster of Bar 7. <laughs> <laughs> that you would never be privy to. Yeah. Meet us there tonight. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, so, listen, um, I was kind of angry all week, to be perfectly honest. Um, That's unfortunate. I was angry all week because of It some, was a full moon. You got to start doing Grinch yoga. 
what discuss why I was angry. Um, a lot of things angered me this week. I wouldn't say I was okay. angry all Tell week. them why you're mad, son. Tell them why you're mad. Big I, mad or I low got mad because the, the police got called for reckless eyeballing. Yes, that was so oh, wild. Royal, Royal Oak. Oak. So here in Royal Oak, Michigan, um, a young, a young man, uh, 20 years old, parked his car and went across the street to go to a little diner, grab something to eat. And some white bitch called the police and was like, he was looking at me suspicious. So the police showed up and um, came over there and questioned him. And it was a whole thing um, on the Internet. Four police officers showed up. And, and a supervisor. Yeah. And we got to investigate and all this other bullshit because you looked allegedly looked at a white woman suspiciously. Uh-uh. And just a, that sound like some shit they used to lunch niggas for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know about and sixty plus, that is about Emmett sixty Tale years ago. Story yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, they're enticing violence. Like people get killed over shit like that, and you had all them cops there. And the lady who owned the restaurant he was about to go into actually came out there and was like advocating yeah. for him and being an actual ally. And then the stupid bitch was like across the street watching the whole, the whole thing. thing. Like it's like you wanted him to like be arrested or be hurt. Kids are getting killed constantly by police for things, and you talking about like somebody suspiciously looking at you. Mm-hmm. Like, tell me where she lives. All right, I'm literally calling the police every time I go downtown and see white a white person. <laughs> like, every time, like suspicious is like an adjective. And then like I saw what he was so wearing. Like, how, like, do, how do you how do you quantify suspicious? Right. If you if you're in any metro area and somebody looking at you, I just assume they own drugs, and I mind my fucking business. Like, like so, the police officer was like, "Well, someone called us. We had to come out and respond." With four people. No, you, you no, you don't you actually. Don't. If someone calls you and reports something that's not a crime, don't, don't come. come. Exactly. Like, no, no, you don't have to show up. Yeah. And he told him it was no big deal. And you got four people in a supervisor, but the Royal Oak Police issued like an apology today. Like I read it earlier, that yeah, they, they can were suck. They can suck a dick with yeah. that apology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly, but because. the ultimate white privilege is you have a gang of people that show up when you're fucking uncomfortable. Yeah, like not dying, not injured, not even like in fucking danger. You're uncomfortable. You got niggas with guns coming mm-hmm. to handle trash. to to manhandle anybody. Yeah. So, because of situations like this, and we know how the police typically act. There was another video that kind of angered me this week. Um, I saw it earlier in the week and didn't really pay it no mind, and then it came back to me yesterday. So, a dude caught two white girls breaking into his car or his girlfriend's car. Uh, one of them was underneath the car. I don't know if she was trying to steal the catalytic converter or some shit. I don't know. Um, but he caught him, and he posted that shit online, and it was a thing. Um, I guess the news reached out to him because it became viral, and he and they called him, and it was like, well, what happened? Why didn't you call the police? And he said, I ain't called the police because I'm a large black man. I got dreads, and if I would have called the police, this would have somehow been my fault. So he didn't. He caught two people breaking, breaking in his car, yeah. and one of them like, I'm sorry, bro. Don't bro me if you don't know me. <laughs> don't bro me. And like, oh, we only opened the door by 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 one inch or whatever. Like, one of them apologized. Like, please don't hurt us. Don't call the police. Don't call the police. Whatever. But like, police officer was like, no. I guess the news wouldn't interview whoever from the police. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to call us on that. And they interviewed him. Like, well, why didn't you call? He was like, man, listen. Like, look at me. Like, I don't feel safe. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe if I had like a short haircut, but me with these dreads, it's in the mm-hmm. middle of the night, me calling the police on these two white women, I don't trust how that situation is going to go. Right. It's going to be my fault. It's yeah. going to be when the police get there, they're going to question me. Mm-hmm. Is this your car? Like, what are yeah. you doing? Like, yeah. Like, Why you is live she in, under your car? You live, in his, you neighbor, put, you live she, in his neighborhood? You put mm-hmm. her there. Like, what kind of atmosphere are we? Have you rhetorical? been drinking tonight? Sir? What kind of atmosphere are we in? Well, like, I'm scared to call the police on people breaking in my shit because something gonna happen to me. I would never call the police on another black person unless I felt like I was like in severe danger. Like I would never, like I've seen, like I work and live downtown. I've seen people breaking into cars. I've seen people doing all types of shit. I'm not fucking calling the police on that because something that is a crime and I do wish wasn't happening is not worth that nigga life. And it's because of everything that's happening all the time we see it every day we're so conditioned like okay when it happens to Trayvon Martin everybody was up in arms and Mike Brown and Eric Gardner but as time goes on it's just the everyday thing Mm -hmm. we see it happen all the fucking time and it's not that it's any less painful it's that you know we got PTSD from this shit and we are hard from it because you think about it like Black women, black men, black children, none of them are being protected by a police state. Like, no. it, nobody is being protected by this police state. And when you have to make a conscious effort, and as black people, we are constantly in survival mode. I don't care if you're a black cop. I don't care if you're from that neighborhood. Anything blue obviously comes first at all times. Yep. And because of that, it's fuck 12 forever. Period. And I could never, ever even in my head think to call the police on somebody black no matter unless somebody was about to die like you have to be like beating the shit out of somebody for me to be like all right this is enough and even then i'm pulling out my strap first like i police myself i police the people with me i police my neighborhood because it is far too much of a risk to decide to call the police for anything petty i don't think i can say it any better yeah period poop (sighs) all right because the police are evil inherently uh, it brings me um, to this other issue uh, Jay-Z oh oh. let's talk about it okay let's uh, Jay-Z uh, mm-hmm. Rock Nation NFL uh, earlier this week um, a deal was announced that um, Rock Nation entered into some sort of agreement where Jay will be um, the head of Entertainment for for its entertainment services, for lack of a better term, one of the main um, events being the Super Bowl halftime show, and also for him to develop um, shows or something where players can voice their issues with social justice and things of that nature. So that came out um, on the three year anniversary of Colin Kaepernick taking a knee. By the way, right. was the day um, that that came out. Um, so that hit the internet. What a coincidence. Right, how ironic. Um, so that hit the internet, and, like, it did what it did. Mm-hmm. Uh, some Colin people, Kaepernick girlfriend spoke out. Yeah, everything. I saw. Because yeah. it was a lot of articles that went out, like, well, he talked to Colin about it, and she was like, mm. um, no. Nah, that didn't happen. Um, I'll, ask, I'll ask the room how y'all feel um, about that. As an activist, I don't feel like people get to police your activism. Mm-hmm. They might not see your vision and your foresight. So, like, 
you know, him bringing that program for, you know, um, athletes, well, NFL players to voice about social justice and everything. Like, those are things that are needed. And although Jay-Z is a huge capitalist and he has, like, some shady-ass shit under him, like, most people who have money and have power do. So if we're talking about somebody who wants to take a situation, he doesn't need Colin Kaepernick's permission to go forward with what he thinks is important in the movement. Right. Yeah, like, okay, you got burnt by the NFL, you got your money for it, and there's still a lot of bullshit there but what do we do to progressively still create change so I think a lot of those people are misguided angry and don't have any answers and a nigga who has the ability to at least make one answer doesn't need your criticism because mm. you don't even donate to the Salvation Army mm. Mm. gotcha so listen I'm gonna play this little clip by Jay and uh, then we can discuss a little further um okay I think we've Past kneeling, past kneeling, yeah, I think it's time to go into uh, actionable items. I think everyone knows what the issue is, and we're, we're done with that. We, 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 everyone knows what the we. You know what the issue is? You know why we were kneeling? Okay. Do you know the issue? Yeah. Do you know the issue? Yes, we all know the issue now. Okay, next. What are we moving on next? And I'm not, again, so to be clear, for the room, I'm not minimizing that part of it because that has to happen. That's a necessary part of the process. But now we all know what's going on. What are we going to do? How are we going to stop? Because the kneeling was not about a job. It was about injustice. Let me bring attention to injustice. Everyone's saying... How are you going forward and Cap doesn't have a job? This wasn't about him having a job. All right. Yeah, that's... Well, did Jay-Z get this idea or did they bring the idea to Jay-Z? Because I feel like maybe he's kind of being used as a pawn because he's so in like the urban community and I feel like the people will follow him based on that. So well Beyonce's already performed at a Super Bowl so like it kind of does like a 360 but when it comes to like things like that like the NFL isn't proposing nothing that, like that. The NFL's not proposing that. They don't even have the diversity to come up with an idea like that in there, in, in those offices. They're completely white. All the teams are owned by white people with the exception of, like, percentages to a couple of black and brown people and maybe an Asian man. Like, there's right. just... Beyonce and Jay-Z have worked so long, like, quietly and donating for the Black Lives Matter movement and all these social justice movements that so when they bring these things to the forefront, it's because not they're using their talents to create change. You know, like, they've been paying Trayvon Martin's family's bills for years. He created that um, Bronner story for the kid who Khalif killed... Browder. Khalif yeah. Browder, who oh, yeah. killed himself. Right. You know, like, they've created all these projects and everything. You know, he helped Meek Mill create some organization which helps people get counsel and stuff. So... I wouldn't ever say Jay-Z is acting as a pawn. I think that he's acting in his best interest when it comes to money, and he's pulling social justice along the way. Yeah, that's what I got from the whole, like, we're past kneeling, because kneeling is what people with no money do. Mm -hmm. Like, even for those of us who are like, I'm never going to an NFL game ever again. So look, like, this, was, this was my... Uh because everything he said, that shit make a lot of sense, and I, I, I understand it. What I don't understand um, and what I think is a little disingenuous um, is to take two separate issues, mush them together, and act like they're the same. 
Um, one was, you know why we kneeling. Well, who was we? Because we weren't ever kneeling. NFL players doing the national anthem were kneeling. Mm-hmm. Colin Kaepernick took a knee because he wanted to voice his frustration um, or protest about police. Silent br- protest. About police brutality. Right. Um, that wasn't against the NFL. None of us, me, I'll speak for myself. So I didn't have a problem with the NFL. I didn't have a problem with um, the San Francisco 49ers because they supported Colin during that time. They matched his million dollars for the Know Your Rights campaign and everything like that. So we good on that aspect. My issue and some other people issue with the NFL was after his silent protest, how y'all treated him, mm-hmm. how y'all ostracized him right. and how y'all colluded to keep him out of the league. Yeah. So much, in fact, that he had to sue you in court. And produce evidence that was about to come out in discovery. And the day before the, the evidence was be entered into discovery, we come to a settlement and I paid you money. Right. So our issue with the NFL was actually about a job. Mm-hmm. Right. It wasn't a different about, type of injustice. It was a different yeah. like, mm-hmm. hey, I don't want to support y'all if y'all going to do that to that man. Mm-hmm. He ain't do nothing to y'all. Y'all try to make it about a flag. It was never about a flag. I told you about ex- veterans. Like, yeah, right, right. Never about that. I told you exactly what it was about, and y'all made it into something else. Like, I didn't like how they did that. Mm-hmm, so right. I stopped supporting the NFL. I also stopped fucking with ESPN like that because I thought that they actually fanned the flames. Mm-hmm. Every mm-hmm. person who took a knee, y'all zoomed in on the camera. And right. y'all, every Monday, it was a whole new list. Mm-hmm. list these people. They 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 yeah. kneel. They made it a spectacle, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm like, damn, that's fucked up. Why, why would y'all do that? And the league, calling them, they they say, listen, we got evidence that all y'all got together and said we not fucking with Colin no more. Like that's the issue, mm-hmm. and that's why we was like, dog, we not. I'm not fucking with the NFL no more. And then Jay was with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He was calling people, telling people don't perform at the Super Bowl. Like a lot, he called Travis Scott personally. Don't perform at the Super Bowl. Cardi B didn't perform at the Super. Bowl. A lot of people didn't because of this. And ape shit, y'all need me. I don't need you. Right. Tell the NFL we in stadiums too. Like, yeah. I'm like, I get that. Then I was like, well, what changed? Uh, he won a lawsuit, and a lot when you rich, you have the option of being like, okay, we won because we got money. Right. Like that's what that means. He's a capitalist before anything. Before he's even like black at this point, because he's that rich. And it's like, well, Colin got a check, so it's over. That when the NFL cut Colin Kaepernick a settlement, because they could have went all the way to court. It was over for all the rich people. Yeah, and the settlement is like, well, we guilty, but we gave you your hush money. So, because we don't like NFL got enough money and got enough lawyers to to do whatever with this, mm-hmm. but. I don't want this to go into discovery because it becomes official court record and there's some shit in here we just don't want nobody to see. Yeah. So we did that. But like that doesn't negate my Mm -mm. issue with the NFL. Right? Because like there's no part of me regardless of who become the president or what kind of changes happen in government I'm never going to trust the government. I'm never going to trust the police. Once I can see that it's a systemic system in place to hold people down I'm I'm cool, like it's not like it's a thing. It's not like my water, my lights. I don't need this. I see it's fucked up, so I just I just don't understand what happened within a year 
that was like that flip because to put the onus on the NFL to do social justice reform, that's not their job. No. The whole issue was police brutality. The NFL can't change police brutality. No. I I guess in my opinion, I think I, I look at it like this. You know, people with money throw money at issues to make shit go away or to quiet shit down. I feel like this was a money play at the end of the day. But also in hindsight, you know, it's it's still in its infancy. You know, I, I haven't seen enough or where this is going to go to give like a, a thing, true opinion on things. Well, one thing did change within the last, I don't know, I don't know, two hours or so. Some new information did come out. But like um, it was just I didn't know. I don't know what changed as far as like why why this was the move now. And like to do it on the three year anniversary of him taking a knee and to say like that's like dog. Don't involve me in that part. But you know what? They probably felt like it would be embraced. Rich people, right. rich yeah. people get the option to do a lot of stuff. Like when you're a capitalist, like everything seems like a good idea and that everybody's down to do certain things. And that's just not the case all the time. But I think that is very important for people like Jay-Z and Beyonce and Oprah and Tyler Perry and all these people who are like the pinnacle of like average people blackness are like so obsessed with them that they have to when they make these selfish power plays they have to bring activism to them you have to you have to you're an asshole like people are starving and you're not you're not doing enough like you're hoarding wealth so you might as well Mm -hmm. do something with it i saw some um uh a comment on the internet was like uh (laughs) it sounds wild he was like, you should have been more like. <laughs> he said, you should have been more like uh, um, the Kardashian, uh, Kim Kardashian, when she tried to do her social justice reform. She didn't sugarcoat it. She came exactly for this is what I want. I didn't try to go through the entertainment route. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just strikes me as I like. I just hate how they do us, man. Like mm-hmm. we gonna give you this entertainment deal to do the halftime show, and I'm gonna give you. This is how President 45 does when he do his live uh, engagements. He have a, a designated free speech zone like y'all can protest over here <laughs> away right. from the stage and shit, which is not supposed to be like that. Right. So besides you giving these fire ass um, halftime shows, we're going to give you an opportunity to let players voice their social justice reform. But like y'all, under our control, like I'm yeah, y'all do it over here. I, I hate the whole I hate that whole entertainment portion, but you are you are in entertainment now. Recently, it came out uh, that Jay Z is about to be um, a owner, owner in one of, of these, NFL yeah. team. uh, one of these NFL teams. Um, they don't know which team, so I'm like, okay. What if he the, hires Colin Kaepernick? That'll be the yeah. that'll yeah, be the that whole be that would be come all yeah. the way around. Yeah, that'll be the whole thing. You know, make it full circle and. But then I'm like, okay, well now that makes sense. I don't know if. For good or bad or indifferent, now it makes sense why you would make this deal with the NFL to help get your black viewership back because now you let me into the to the room. Because everybody kept talking about this. We just got to have a seat at the table. We got to have a seat at the table. Niggas be willing to do anything to have a seat at the table, and I'd rather stand sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care about mm-hmm. the table if 
I'm never gonna be fed at this shit. Right. If it's never gonna be fair, or if you're gonna be poisoned. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like I don't need this. Mm-hmm. Like, like niggas be like, so, so, so if Colin get his job back, is everything all good? No, I no, still don't want to no, fuck with the NFL because no. y'all did what y'all did. All but it's important to him, and I think that's why he has so many black people su- support because he wants to play in the NFL. Yeah, for sure. He, he wants has to- a countdown on his Twitter, and I see it every day. Mm-hmm. Like. All the days he hasn't been playing, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, the man was in the prime of his career. He He's now been out three seasons. That's it's, crazy. If he if he ends up in the NFL, like, what good does it do at this point? You he know, been is he in work though? It's not like he's been sitting on his ass. No, it's not like he's been sitting on your ass for like three years. Well, out did. of competition, yeah, it does the, something. Two full right. seasons. That that first year he was injured. So he didn't play. I mean, the year he was taking a knee, he didn't play a lot because he was injured. He was nursing the injury, and then he didn't play for two full seasons. You know what I'm saying? But now time catch up with you. The, the speed of the game is different. That's like, the thing now. Like you've made this such a spectacle, and like now that I haven't been hit, I haven't played a full speed practice or been hit by somebody in pads in two years. That fuck with you. Your time yeah. and your rhythm. Get a nigga tryout or something. And, and then when you and then now that you have Colin on your team, like that shit just continues to become a spectacle yeah. at this point. Like anywhere you go, every Sunday, like they're gonna be look. Is he gonna nail this week? Is well, it, that's what, what the is league it gonna was be? Saying too, the league was saying it's a spectacle, so we don't need him. But like y'all caused it, <laughs> you know what mm-hmm, I'm saying? Right. Like yeah. this whole go- y'all conglomerate made together, y'all made it a deal. And I mean, the NFL like, every Sunday is a fucking spectacle. Like Sunday, that's what it is. Sunday, Monday, Thursday, Thursday, and Saturday. Like it used to be one day a week. Now you got four days a week that is football on. Like, but one of my issues in the last day or so was that, um, with our quote unquote heroes or whatever, it's like, like you not allowed. To disagree with a decision, like I don't, I, I, me personally didn't see nobody saying, "Well, fuck Jay Z, don't listen to his music, he's canceled and such and such." A, a, a deal came up. You don't got to like everything that somebody mm-hmm. do, and it's perfectly fine for you to have an opinion on it. It don't, it don't mean like, man, we ain't never listening to him no more. Like, get rid of him. It was like, nah, I don't really understand that. This doesn't address the actual issue. It's okay. You got to have a give people the ability to agree with me and disagree with me. You can't take that away. You know what I'm saying? And like you're not a bad person if you don't agree and you're not a bad person if you do agree. Because the only time people's opinions like really are like wrong is if they entice violence, they oppress mm-hmm. other people or they're like harassment. Right. So unless Jay-Z was like, "Hey, I'm making this deal with the NFL cuz we about to be raping." <laughs> like that would be something where everybody's like, "Oh, right. fuck this nigga." Right. But like it it's not like that. And like, you know, especially in our very high cancel culture right now, a lot of people don't realize like unless the opinion is oppressing, harming or enticing violence on people, then, you know, we shouldn't be so quick to be like, "Nah, fuck that bitch." Right. Forever. Yeah. It's, then it's like when people started like I like to have discourse, and when people started having discourse, I also got blocked. I mean, I also got my Twitter shut down for a little while today because you can't. You got yours back. I did, but fuck you, your Twitter, man. But, <laughs> well, because you can't, you can't. You t- clearly, you can't talk bad about Jay Z on Twitter because, like, the second I hit send on the second tweet, 
not a curse word in it, not a, a, a act of. You got to show me what to do because my um, I can't too, get my Twitter back. Too close to Beyonce. Like, look, it literally said that I was a uh, what your account appears have your account appears to have Sound exhibited unusual behavior that violates the Twitter rules. Like hating Jay Z is unusual, <laughs> right? It is. Like this nigga. Like, you, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> you know what the unusual behavior? Like this nigga used disingenuous in a tweet. <laughs> This is unusual. You niggas Robot. need to you need this niggas need to start back cursing. I guess I curse too much in my tweets unless I'm actually trying to talk about something important. I want my and Twitter back. Be, How long? Has I missed you disabled? on Twitter. How long have I been suspended? We still tag you and shit every day. Like I, I, I can see it. I can see it. <laughs> no, or well, we just say it just, we just say we just type out Dame. Like we don't we don't even do the at no more. It just be like well, I, I can see it. Me versus How long has it been disabled and why? Uh, I called somebody a hoe ass nigga on Twitter because they was doing some hoe shit. One of my homegirls got blocked because she called me a hoe ass nigga. Well, she added my she added me at hoe ass nigga. She wasn't calling me one, but I said my boss stole the idea from me and passed it off as her own. And she was like hoe ass nigga, and they blocked her account immediately. Yeah, I called. I added a nigga right. and called him a whole ass nigga. And we they blocked be, my shit too. We, we might be on like a watch list or some shit. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Well, I don't understand is how, why is it still disabled to spend like weeks, <laughs> like weeks. Maybe they the did an investigation. Like, I don't understand. Twitter. But this is like the second. This You're, is my second Twitter so account that's been disabled. So Jack Dorsey from Twitter, the the nigga who do Twitter. Like I watched, I don't know, a good six hours of him. Well, three hours he was on. Um, Joe Rogan, and like a month or so later, him and the other head of Twitter who does all the blocking and all that shit, they came on and it was explaining like why people get blocked and how they get blocked. And they look for behaviors and not individual stuff. And they look for IP addresses and shit like that. Like you was doing some wild shit for them to get you. Hmm. I mean, now twice. My, now, my previous Twitter, yeah. They know yeah. it's you, though. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm picture. using the same fucking phone. Same fucking pictures. <laughs> same, same phone. Name. Yeah. <laughs> they like no. That's my brand. That's my brand. Shut this shit down. But I, I would like my Twitter back. But man, fuck the niggas. Man, nah. but shiny, I'm niggas. so glad you're here today because I was gonna actually ask you to come on and discuss something. What? Um, and you already here, so I. I Tell me more. Um, it's about ice. Oh, let's talk about it. Uh, and, fuck um, ice. Fuck ice. I know. I'm I, a big, yeah, I'm really, I've been big on it. Yeah. But I have questions. I, I don't have like a stand to okay. like, like I'm riding with them or no shit like that. Of, as you shouldn't because they're Nazis. I have, I have, I have, I have questions I have and I, I don't have the answers and maybe you can assist okay. me. Yes. Um, tell me your stance on ice. So ICE, um, and we'll tell people what ICE is. So ICE was started by George Bush um, shortly after 9-11, which was it, the full intentions of it were to find like people who were it was a counterism, a counterterrorism tactic and to find like illegal immigrants who were here in the country who were linked to terrorism. And what ICE pretty much does is investigates, finds these people, puts puts them in jail, puts them on trial and deports them to where wherever their origin is. It was later enhanced by Barack Obama in 2010 under his Muslim ban to include people outside of counterterrorism and to include people who were just illegal aliens in general getting our resources in America. 
Then in 2012, he expanded it even more because to be tough on Border Patrol and started including like literally everyone. If you remember when Kat Stacks was, Mm -hmm. she was detained by ICE and Immigrations and Custom Enforcement. Yeah, she was detained by ICE. So, um, and we ain't seen her since. Yeah, good job, ICE. Shut Mm -hmm. up. (laughs) Fuck you. She got deported. No, she didn't. (laughs) I thought Kat Stacks is here. No, she she won because she. She so when it started being under Barack Obama, people who even have been living here for long terms of their lives were still able to be deported. So they were just starting to fight those laws. So Kat Stacks is from Venezuela and she was been in the United States since she was four years old. So during that time, they were still against deporting people who have been here almost their entire life because of the danger that they will be facing in their native country. Yeah, okay. She would have fallen under the Dreamers Act. No, nah, she wouldn't. No, nah, mm-hmm. hell no. Nah, she wasn't in school um, at all. No, nah, you got to be in school to be a dreamer. I thought it Do was you want to explain mm-hmm. about the dreamers? Because I'm going to mention that too. So the dreamers are um, people who, so in order to remain a dreamer, you have to be in school. But those are people who were um, any five years or younger. It was like an act. It, under Barack Obama to kind of like counteract all of those people that they were deporting five years and under um, mostly from Hispanic countries you can be a dreamer which is pretty much they just monitor you and make sure that you're not deported and you become an upstanding United States citizen by staying in school and going to college and all these other options. And then there were also like scholarships and everything available. The Dreamers Act has been since disbanded despite like federal judge after federal judge after federal judge until you get to like the richest white Republican judge. And then they're like, no, hell no. Because I feel like it's quote unquote unconstitutional to even have it but we had it anyway so like the constitution is like a piece of shit and like nothing is constitutional in 2019 because it was written by old ass white men who had horses and carriages so like literally every law in the country is probably unconstitutional honestly and truly so but like ICE was even more expanded under Donald Trump because his promise to all these white people who won't take jobs that pay for 25 an hour to pick oranges are fucking upset that all these people are in the country but well Mexicans were in the country so it was his big take on border patrol but since then like Michigan is the number two country for uh, ICE detain number two state for ICE detainees and people who are being deported because Chaldeans. A lot of Chaldeans came here as refugees, and a lot of them didn't never got to citizenship. So all of them are like literally being deported and fucking killed. In 2018, there was a busload of Chaldeans that got fucking deported on Christmas Eve to go back to Iraq. Which, if you know anything about Chaldeans, they are pretty much Christian Middle Easterns yeah, yeah. and everything to a country that has a big prevalence of ISIS who are against anything Western culture and Christian, and they all were slaughtered within 48 hours. There, We literally, on Mount Elliott and Jefferson, that whole building is full of babies in cages. They are not getting any like proper nutrition. Those babies are not getting hugs and kisses. On Mount Elliott and what? Jefferson, where the Border Patrol building is, yeah. Yeah. full of babies in cages. I didn't know that. Yes. Like, those babies, they don't have blankets. They're not getting read books. They're not learning shit. They have everything from infants to 16-year-olds in those cages. They're fucking, like, 50, 60 of them, all of that. They, they're they literally taking abandoned um, 
warehouses on the east side and making them detention camps. Now they're raiding African village and like taking Africans and everything. Like no one is safe. They're Nazi soldiers. They literally went into a restaurant in Dearborn, an Arab restaurant, and just arrested fucking everybody that worked there. Didn't ask who was a citizen, nothing. Arrested all of them and took them to ICE. There are tons of people who are citizens in the United States who are going to ICE because they are literally like Nazi soldiers. They're literally coming to spaces. You look like this. Come with me. And you could be in there for like six months. There was a guy who was born here and he was a fucking veteran in Afghanistan, didn't even have one of his fucking legs. And he was in fucking ice like camp for six and a half months until they finally believed who he said he was. So for six and a half months, they weren't even fucking checking who this nigga was. They don't got no fingerprints? They don't give a fuck. They They putting people in cages and sending them out. That one dude, he's fucking Chaldean, but he was born in Greece, and he was living in the United States since he was four. He had diabetes. They sent him to Iraq. He didn't even fucking know Arabic or Chaldean, and he fucking got killed. He fucking died died because he couldn't get insulin. And they sent him to the wrong country anyway. He's from fucking Greece. But it was because of where his origin was. And that's why it's, like, so inhumane is that most of the people in there, they're not even brushing their teeth, and then you're sending them somewhere to get killed. Like... For a bunch of white people to decide immigration is wrong is fucking nuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sick. You know, and fuck Barack Obama. It's crazy that you. I, I trust no president. You mm-hmm. know, speaking on ICE, because I have a friend of mine that's like personally, like his dad is going through this shit. Like in, this man is scared for his life. Mm-hmm. He He's from Yemen. He's been in the United States 40 plus years, you know, has built a successful life as a small business owner and he's scared for his life that they're going to deport him back to a country that he hasn't been to since he was a teenager so they used to send and when i was working and teaching in new orleans they used to send the school social workers like the social workers would keep an eye out of when ice would start to do raids around the schools because they would try to find like kids that were truant and wonder if they were immigrants or not. That's and they would, we would send social workers out to be like, ICE is looking for you, like you you need to leave. Like kids would just be like, I'm going to go visit aunts and uncles in Texas and basically would miss a semester because ICE was looking for their whole family. Mm. That's fucking crazy. That's, so That's fucking, fucking crazy. So this puts a different, um, a little, little bit different spin um, on the ICE situation because like I'm, I guess... I didn't take into consideration like all that shit was happening here or just didn't know all that was happening here. Cause when we think about the immigration, I think about, um, California, um, Arizona. I think about people crossing the border and Mm -hmm. and shit like that though. I know, I mean, Southwest Detroit is a lot, Mm -hmm. but like, I I guess I didn't necessarily um, take in consideration or even fucking know that all of that Mm-hmm. was going on like here locally mm-hmm. like that we can see and probably be impacted you know what i'm saying Big so time. so my my initial questions were well new question so if ice was started by um george bush dumber dumber son um <laughs> what was before ice because we've always had people to like what did kick you out the country right well it was just like the immigration police so ice is like you got the regular police and then you got the FBI. Okay. Like ISIS. Yeah, because they literally are investigating. So immigration will be like lifting up trucks 
full of like you know Mexicans and shit. Yeah. And a lot of that like didn't necessarily start because of people coming here illegally. It started because people were like dying in those trucks and dying in these different ways. So they were trying to find a way to police it. Then you get into like greed and everything. Because for a long time, a lot of pe- baby boomers did not give a fuck that they weren't picking oranges and doing all. all these dirty ass jobs exactly. because baby boomers didn't need them. Their kids needed them. Mm-hmm. So they started bitching because they fucked up the economy and shit. You got to have seven jobs and one of them has to pay minimum wage or less than or whatever the fuck you're doing. So as those bitching ass good pension 401k motherfuckers have been, stuff just progressively gets worse. And they tell white people it's people of color and immigrants and gay people's fault. So we have these now Nazi-esque policing things because white people believe other dumb white people. Yeah, It's crazy that we we are a country built on the backs of immigrants. Mm-hmm. You know, the Statue of Liberty, bring me your, your tired, your broken, your downtrodden. Like, motherfuckers came through this way and, mm-hmm. and helped pave the country. Uh, whether you're black, brown, or even, you know, Contrary to popular opinion, even white people, mm-hmm. motherfuckers. Because all the white people wasn't from here. Yeah. No, you know what I'm saying? Well, not. Ireland, Italy. Like you mm-hmm. had like some Scottish, Scotland, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Other poor white slaves, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Who and came who over came here. Who came over as indentured servants yeah. and stuff. Um, or just people coming over here to. Because America was supposed to be the land of the free and the home right. of the brave, mm-hmm. just to try and create a better life for themselves. Hey, I, wonder who, I wonder who came up with that tagline. That nigga like the the the, the greatest marketer ever. And shit. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? But it's also one of the biggest lies and ever. The home. It's Francis Scott Key. No, the land of the free yeah. and the home. Mm-hmm. But we've talked about brave. we've talked about that fucking song. Like, go through some more of them verses, oh, no, right. and that it, shit get get filthy. It's a lot. So, my initial question, I was gonna have you come on because I see you um, say like we should abolish ice, get rid of ice. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't think I don't think I knew that it's a relatively new thing, and ice is different from the regular mm-hmm. totally immigration. Different. So I was yeah. like, well, what's the the alternative? If you got rid of ice, then like, well, how do you? keep the, the board it's a different it's yeah. a different it's mm-hmm. a and then that's also something that the coast guard does too so mm-hmm. like it's always been immigration in the coast guard because my mom she, she both of my parents were in the air force and my mom worked in the border when she was in the air force and they would just have like you know like special people who would just go out there and they just be out there and they'd be like hey turn your ass around that's literally all they used to say was like right. turn around they would work in shifts they wouldn't even be there all the time one of the, du- the dude that was just on the breakfast club this week black designer he mm-hmm. said he was in the coast guard and um They'll go out there and save the people. He said it'll yeah. be like 150 people on this small ass boat mm-hmm. and shit. And I guess some of the white sailors was like mean to him, but they weren't because mm-hmm. he was black and they treat him like regular people. And when it was like a little revolt and they was fucking <laughs> fucking the sailors up, they never touched him or whatever. But they would have to take them take them back. Like y'all got to go mm-hmm. back where y'all came from. But like we'll give them water and shit like that. Yeah. Right. So, but this, Congress also needs to tighten up on our country's asylum seekers laws because if a if a person crosses to our borders and says, I'm seeking asylum, by law, we are supposed to take them in. Mm-hmm. That was my, that was yeah. going to be my next thing. Mm-hmm. So, right. So I hear all Detroit is an asylum city. Like Chicago's an asylum city. There's asylum cities, but with ICE, they, federal law right now under ICE, it's almost on like some crazy shit. They're pretty much, they trump that. 
So if ICE is detaining people, like the Detroit police cannot be like, okay, we're calling an immigration lawyer on you because you committed a crime. No, you're just going to regular jail. Right. But if ICE gets you. We supersede. Y'all can't. Y'all, it doesn't matter if you have asylum or anything. And that's like Congress is a bunch of bitches. Like the only people out here is like Rashida Tlaib and shit like AOS. So New Orleans was, is also an asylum city. And the way that they spun it was especially with women and children, that they didn't want the immigrants to be victims of sex trafficking, um, which is another... So this is where I had questions because I don't I don't know Jesus. what to do. Because, like, so uh, you, you show up, not people, like, sneaking over border. I come here for asylum, right? Like, me and, like, I don't know, it's 12 of us. We come across here and, like, all right, look, niggas, we need some help. Let us in. Um, and I hear like y'all splitting up families and things of that nature. So we had discussed on the show before, like, well, like once y'all get here, we got to put y'all somewhere. Right. And then like, I don't like adults can't be where the kids at. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just not safe. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't have adults and kids in the same in the same spot. So the kids do need to go somewhere else. And the men and adults need to go somewhere else because some of y'all could be related. Some of y'all not. Y'all just came over here together. So it needs to be separate. I think there definitely needs to be some some record taking, <laughs> some something where you can be like, oh, your, your mom's in like 3B and then uncle is down in 4D. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, or whatever. But like, it doesn't appear that that's happening. They're literally adop- like letting white people adopt kids out mm-hmm. of the ice camps and people are never seeing their children again. Yeah. And I think it's sad when I was watching the news on my way to my vacation, it was saying like they would come in the middle of the school day and do like their raids. So when the kids come home, they're like their parents aren't there. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the one little girl from last week that got me. Yeah. I'm yeah. Not really that and I'm like, why would you do, like, and like that's the horrible. schools are just the schools are like trying to find places for them. And yes. stuff. It's not. And that's why it's not CX. It's not like, OK, you came over here. You're not seeking asylum. You just coming over here because you want to run coke or you want to use resources and stuff. So we're going to put you over here, bro. You going over here. We're going to take care of your kids and be in an enriching center. And we're going to like let them have a good life because kids didn't even fucking ask to be here. Period. Right. Like, no, these are not the things that are happening at all. Also. So where are we supposed to put these people at? I guess a lot, right? It's like a lot of people. So it wouldn't be a lot of people if people just, if ICE minded its business. Like, but like, that's why they have like these warehouses that they're buying on the east side now and literally just putting people, like they're literally in cages, like makeshift prisons. They have those aluminum like blankets, which is not a real blanket. It's just this big ass piece of aluminum. So your body temperature can keep you warm. I got one of those in my bug out bag. Yeah. Like, but they have that stuff. And you've seen the the fire festival documentaries, right? with the nasty sandwiches yeah like a quarter of that yeah like literally like it's it's terrible and the babies like i Mm. children we're creating monsters at this point because children need to be enriched and nourished and loved on and educated these kids are fucking raising each other the oldest one is you know like we create monsters because they just they're gonna hate the united states of course and like also that they're gonna hate detroit they're going to have <laughs> so much fucking PTSD associated with them. And if you have somebody who's been in a, a, a four-year-old who's been in a cage, how do you think that person communicates when they're an adult? What does right. communication as an adult look exactly. like? What does emotions as an adult look like? Even if these people are deported, 
he could be this four year old could be deported when he's eight. He's a fucking serial killer by fifteen. Mm-hmm. Like these things be creating that were damaged adults. Yeah, exactly. with this and that and that's exactly what Nazis did. It's Hitler all over again. And like Trump is Hitler right now, but Obama set the alley oop, and George Bush threw the ball. He passed it. Like yeah. that's literally what has like happened. I, I often say I know we love Obama, right? And like he was the perfect president to put in in front of Trump because he got us regular, regular and common folks um, used to hearing the term executive order, right? So he had to, because no one would help him, he had to do sign executive orders that, like, we don't mm-hmm. really need your permission or whatever. So now when Trump's in the office and he signs executive orders and do shit, we don't really bat an eye on it. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, well, we know what that is. That's what Obama had to yeah. do. So now we just cool with the president signing executive orders and mm-hmm. we don't even it really don't even it's not a protest how feel, you know what exactly. i'm saying like it's like oh well he can do it mm-hmm. we were we've been told that this is okay mm-hmm. it's an executive order so now he can just do whatever the fuck he wants yeah and we gonna oh it's an executive order we can't do anything right. you don't know that that's the case mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but like we just feel that way it was like the perfect it was the perfect situation mm-hmm. you know, we about to have we eight used years to knew, we used to know that impeachment was a thing and now we're acting obtuse yeah, so. but I mean, but like it all comes down to like all of these people are coming from the same pack pocket, Republican or Democrat. Mm-hmm. And like there's certain people, the only people who seeking out are women. And those women are speaking out because like those same corporations was never fucking with bitches anyway. So like you're you got a lot of men with their like tail between their legs because and allowing hell to happen on earth because about money. And it really just comes down to Trump was the perfect person because every nigga idolized him from a money standpoint for right. a long time. You hear him on all the rap songs. He's on the, on every motherfucking TV show as a guest star. That nigga was on fucking Will and Grace. Like, he's been everywhere. We always and, idolize the money. And mm-hmm. it really just came down to once people started hearing what he was saying, they weren't hip anymore, but... It had already been done. So many people. He was so impressionable for so many people. And he spoke the poor white man's language. Yep, yep. And he and did that does. and played that. And, and still, still does. does. And to still stay does. there because he has another election to win. And, you know, it's not far-fetched that that nigga might be like, well, I'm here. Everything else they is unconstitutional. I'll him, stay more, longer. They literally because showed him on CNN today saying, if you don't reelect me in 2020, your 401ks will go down the tubes. Social Security will be a thing in the past. It's like, Thanks. because he's like a political and economic idiot, he can say all those. Well, see, the thing is, I don't think he's an idiot. I mm. think he really, no, he understands where I the money is going. Know, I think he know exactly mm-hmm. what he's doing. He's very intelligent, and he played his dumb role. And everybody assumes that he's mm-hmm. dumb, and like, oh, he don't know. Like, I think he know exactly what the fuck is going he's, on. Anybody oh, yeah. who's filed bankruptcy that many times is not an idiot. He at didn't want to pay y'all niggas back. At all. <laughs> I've done it twice myself. <laughs> like, fuck it. Like, I learned from him. Like, it really comes down to, like, he is a very intelligent man. He literally looks like shit. He looks like the devil lives inside of him. Like, he looks horrible. And you know what? I'm not far-fetched to saying that niggas be selling portions of their souls. Because Ronald Reagan, they tried to kill that nigga three times. (laughs) They shot that nigga in the belly once. (laughs) Like, you know? And that nigga was still around. They treated Ronald Reagan like 50 Cent. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> like it, like Trump is still around. So like you know, like evil is allowed to roam because people so let sad. it roam. But <laughs> other people that were letting their dirt be done in the dark are being like, "This nigga gotta go," just because he's exposing all of it. We, Oops. his idiocracy shows up on the news on a loop all the time, every day. You used to have to be quiet, but you know, like it goes back to reality television, him being on reality TV, reality TV period, wants everybody to be real. There's this thing you have to be real. You don't have to be a Bill Clinton anymore. You don't have to be like, oh, I'm sorry. You don't have to be a Richard Nixon. If you're real, yeah, grab her by the pussy was good. Vote for me. I think that Jesus, there is a, a campaign and he puts out random stupid shit to make himself appear that way. Like so, he's the every man. Yeah, well, no, like to make him the poor we, white man. We need language. to think mm-hmm. that he's stupid, so we don't give him a chance. Like the like, like when, who thought he was gonna win the first time? No, he's stupid. He do. Hey, man, I went to sleep on election night because I knew Hillary had this shit. And when Dang I woke up, when I woke Dang. up and I checked CNN and Shocked. I saw that nigga's face, like, but I that mean, media played I was working, so big of a part in that. I was working midnights at the time. I watched that whole. I watched the timeline change. I watched how everybody as later it get. How the tweets kind of slowed down mm-hmm. from certain folks, and it was a tough night. It was terrifying. I had anxiety. I was it was bad. terrifying. I went to school the next day. I was working in Birmingham, and like the vibe, like the kids were sad. Yeah, because their parents were sad, and I was like, "This is awful." <laughs> like my kids were like, "How did adults fuck this up?" Yes, so bad. yes. So uh, I think we sensationalized um, Hitler so much, right? That. He don't seem real, right. and everything that happened in that time seems so. It was so long ago. And glorious bastards had him with a fake death. Yeah, like. I don't. I don't think Hitler ever died. To be honest, he was and, in. The- and now, like different shows are starting to be like, well, what if this would have happened? Like the Man in the High Castle, which was well, I very think that like interesting. So in order for Hitler to to get to gain his control, it was like a bunch of things that seem innocuous. Like Trump is really going down that road. Like a lot of things mirror each other, and it sounds like hyperbole. Like oh, everybody get because we've uh, compared so many people to Hitler, right? But like it's it's going down that road. It's going it's down sad. that road. It's man, I feel like this episode going to end on a somber ass. Yeah, note. like I'm. What well, no? I'm, Let's talk about balls and <laughs> coke and doing coke. Well, I appreciate that that the breakdown because I had I don't I, did, I didn't know and I had questions and I didn't realize it was so close to here and yeah. all that shit was going on and um. You said Mount Elliot and Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Wow, I know yeah. exactly what's that. I protest out there. I do blackout protesting where we just like get rubber bullets and shit shot at us and stuff, and but our faces and everything are covered. And we just go out there so people don't know who we are because we be doing some shit. Hey, you want me to edit this portion out? Or? Nah. <laughs> it's cool. My job, no. <laughs> they just ain't see me. <laughs> you can't. But, like, it's cool. Fuck it. The FBI been watching me real niggas all day. I saw that. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. you, I get death threats all the time. Like, people want to kill me so bad. Like, it's it's cool, though. Like, fuck it. Oh, I'm, cl- I'm, not, I'm far from the mic. But, like, yeah, people, like... There's a lot that comes with, like, being somebody who's really, like, proactive. Like, if I say certain things, if I do certain things, like, people just want you dead. And you just, like, I'm no one's martyr. Like, let's get that straight. Like, no, I don't have a movement on my shoulders. But you got to realize that, like, you know, 
every car needs a tire and you got to do what you want to do and if you're going to hit the road you really got to be ready for it and that's exactly what it is so like you can threaten me but i have a 22 or 45 a 38 and a double barrel shotgun and me i know how to fight you need an ar-15 I'm not getting that shit. <laughs> I'm dead ass. I know you are. I'm not getting that. <laughs> dead ass. Uh, you definitely need one. Um, <laughs> all black people do. Um, that's that's that's. I was gonna talk about another thing, but that's just too much. I, don't, I can't go into Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Uh, I don't think he's dead though. Um, I'll just say that out there. Well, I saw that they had the autopsy saying that it was a suicide. Some people said that somebody else broke his neck, though. Yeah, that he had broken bones in his neck. and I don't think the nigga did. You think he paid he, to get out of that? I I saw something on the internet that said, like, at 4.15 that morning, um, a vehicle showed up. He was cuffed in the front. Um, they don't do, and that was like a Saturday night, Sunday morning type of shit, or like they well, they don't do transports on the weekend and shit. And they no one signed in, or whatever, and then there was a body in there. Hmm. Like, Reminds me of Gotham. All I'm saying is, if this person, the day after all this information was released, this is a person who has dirt on every single body, right? Hmm. I got enough dirt on people to to secure my freedom because if something happens to me, I can have shit released. I would put in protocols that if something happens to me while I'm there, they release this information. I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised if that nigga is somewhere, feet up, chilling, um, in Israel, or or uh, allegedly could be a Mossad agent, whatever. But mm-hmm. um, I would not be surprised if he's somewhere, feet up, chilling while he's dead. And now everybody is happy. He's cool. Ain't nobody looking for him no more. Everybody who was about to get um, exposed ain't getting exposed no more. Y'all can have my little island. I probably got a couple more hidden somewhere. I just don't know that he is not here no more. No. Ain't nobody who know the truth about people out here dead. And deep like that. Yeah. So. Uh, That's wild. So about that uh, backpack drive. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, it's on the first of September. Yes, it's on the first on a Sunday. Oh, uh, um, I'll shut the studio down for a few hours and we'll come up. Oh, yeah, the first Sunday in a month. Yeah, because right before Labor Day. When the kids go back to school? The kids go back day after right. Labor Day. Yeah, yeah. Can't wait. I I actually can, can't wait. I cannot wait to go back to teaching like I'm teaching summer camp and it's absolute hell (laughs) like it is the worst like I see why people send their kids to summer camp because these kids be bad as shit my kids are eating me out of house and home I need them to go back to school because they're gonna bankrupt me (laughs) but yeah no I'm ready I'm ready for school to start it's like every school year it's like it's refreshing to like get my classroom together you know it's like Brand new minds to molds. Like, I love it. It's the best feeling. I love the first day of school. So I'm ready. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Um, Dame, you got a, um, a music pick this week, man? I don't. Shit. I dropped the ball. Shit. I mean, shit, players fuck up. I dropped Fired. the ball. I don't have a music pick of the week. Fired. Mm. God bless you. I don't necessarily have a whose man's this. I kind of do. I was going to be Jay-Z, but we had a really cool discussion about it, and I don't. I'm just undecided. But that's what I. That's what the conversation was gonna be, cause the move just looked weird to me. <laughs> I just don't. I don't understand it, and maybe it's not for me to understand quite yet. 
I just didn't agree with this. The, the it was never about um, a job. It was about a job for me. And y'all know why we kneeling. We wasn't never kneeling because we wasn't. Our jobs don't make us listen to the national anthem every day. You know what I'm saying? Like that'd be hell. I would be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking break the speaker. Uh, yeah. So um, we weren't kneeling. We were protesting because the treatment of Colin and the new deal that he struck doesn't address the treatment of Colin. So um, when he's like, we passed that, I was like, mm, no, I'm not really. And I'm still not fucking with y'all niggas. So, but maybe he's going to be an owner and um, we'll see. hire Colin. Stay tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned. We'll see. Stay tuned. So uh, where can they find you guys at? On Instagram, you can follow me at the hippie, T-H-E-H-I-P-P-I-E. If you want to see me without no sense, you can follow me on Twitter. The best place. <laughs> C-H-A-N-I-T-H-A-H-I-P-P-I-E. Running shit all day. Mm. I love Twitter. I was dragging you on Twitter earlier. It was pretty yeah, funny. You, bitch. It was pretty funny. I love her, though. Um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter. Um don't go on my Facebook because it's family friendly. If you want to see some like funny shit, go on my Twitter. I'm always talking about sucking dick, fighting musty bitches, whatever <laughs> comes of you know, twerking, <laughs> things like that. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, Slick Vic, and uh, you can follow me on <laughs> that musty bitches is, is fun because me and you had a conversation about <laughs> oh <laughs> the musty. <laughs> But that's rather here or there. Um, and you can follow me on Instagram, Slick Vic. There's two Ks at the end of Vic because there's like a whole bunch of Slick Vics. Like that's been my nickname since I was like nine. Who and the fuck was calling it I your old Slick Vic? Okay, so that's this wild, is, it? it is. So um, I was at summer camp at Williams Recreational Camp on the east side. And we went there for free. And it was... You have to pay me to go to these. It was wild as fuck. <laughs> and like me, like coming from like the suburbs, my mom was like, okay, I got to send my kids somewhere. And it was like $100 for the whole summer. And um, it was just a whole bunch of fucking kids. So there was two other Victorias. So the camp counselor was like, well, what do you go by? And I'm like, nigga, my name Victoria. No one calls me Vicky. <laughs> no one calls me Tori. Like I'm Victoria. And he was like, well, I'm going to call you Vic. Slick Vic. And I'm like, nine years old, like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. So it just stuck. And everybody calls me fucking Slick Vic. Like, that's been my name that's forever. That's a good-ass counselor, yes. like Slick Vic. <laughs> so, um, yes, that's where you can find me. And then, oh, you can also follow me on uh, Twerk Fit with Slick Vic. So I just started my Instagram page while I was on vacation. I was feeling inspired. Actually, I just got back from Paris. So um, while I was on the train to New Amsterdam, I was like, you know what? Niggas in Paris. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm about to I'm about to start this shit up again. And um, yeah, so follow me there. And what's your cash app? My cash app is Vic Slick. Because y'all need to donate. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Send me some Help them babies out. Send me some money. I $40. I do take it back. I do got a who's man to this. I forgot. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this report. Uh, but this who's man's is this goes out to 45% of the people polled. Uh, 45% of the people polled in the U.S. said they wear underwear for at least two days um, or more. Excuse oh, me? you nasty motherfuckers. That is fucking disgusting. 45%. That's white people. <laughs> Men need monastery. <laughs> like, 
That's that's in the people who say that wasn't feet. like a man poll. That was like everybody. everybody no, those women are literally keeping that's honest that business. That's fucking disgusting. disgusting. I thought you said men need my men, men do oh. too. We need men's monostat for the niggas not changing uh, so, their drawers. Uh, whose man is this? But I just want to point out that black people only make up twelve to thirteen percent of the population. So it ain't us. Uh, <laughs> so and white people are roughly sixty percent of the population. That's all them. So so, so I heard. So I know this is also I don't believe that black people only make up 12 to 13 percent of the population I don't either. it's been that way my 37 years of life and we have zero population growth or deduction <laughs> i just don't believe it so i was at the bank this week and i heard somebody refer to their child and that they only take summer baths and i'm like well, were they white yeah they were white okay and i'm like so i actually i said what is a, a, a summer bath and she said, well, they don't, you know, we don't stress about showers and baths because we go to the pool or to the lake every day and they get wet. <laughs> I saw this on Twitter. I didn't I know it was a real thing. And that was thing. the most disgusting shit I ever heard it's of in my thing. life. Whose man's is this? Fuck your summer bath. Yes. Get up on a shower with some hot ass water and some dove <laughs> and don't come out for it 20 minutes. It was a minutes. tweet like, like. Who Somebody was like retweeting, like, "Am I am I wrong? Don't doesn't like um, a pool count as a bath? That's fuck no, no, fuck no. That's fucking. Ain't you supposed to shower before you, you get to in the pool, and when you get your nasty ass yes. out, you just cool with that chlorine chilling on your body. Chlorine also everybody else's like dirty ass, like kids piss in a pool. pool. Kids piss what? in the fucking pool. My grown ass has pissed in a pool. <laughs> grown as fuck. Gross. Well, first of all, I'm scared. I'm scared to death of water. Let me let me say that. I, it's a it's a small known day in fact. I'm fucking petrified of water. But you wouldn't have a pool party. Yeah, but for other people, like to <laughs> to see women in bikinis, not for me to get in that. Mo- like if you throw me in a pool, I I swear on my You're baby's life, understand. my dead mama and my dead daddy, I will come back and I will spray. <laughs> This I motherfucker. This no, I. There will be. <laughs> nobody will be left. Nobody will be left. You seen the videos with these niggas keep throwing women in the pool and that's shit? Yeah. That's like, assault. I feel like somebody should come and shoot that bitch up. No, I would. That's what I, I call would. somebody a whole ass nigga because he threw this chick in the pool. Like, she. Like, I seen one like he was like dragging. No, no it wasn't that one. It wasn't that one. The nigga the like just up. pushed the bitch hard as fuck into the pool. Should, and I was like, that's some whole shit. First of but all, I'm, I don't know if people can swim. Exactly. I be, like, I be wondering, like, do y'all niggas like girls? Because <laughs> like, I, I, all day I see niggas like mad at girls. Like, don't like, like girls. Like abusing them. I, I'm, fucking, love it. I'm fucking petrified of water. Large bodies of water, pools, all that shit. Tubs? No, nah, I, I fuck with tubs. tubs. I, I do a jacuzzi Sprinkling, like once or two. <laughs> Slip and slide. I, I only take showers. I don't really fuck. I don't really fuck with baths. But I've been. I was in a pool like about five years ago, and like this child swam underneath me and tried to pull me under. <laughs> and the nigga, child wouldn't make it back up. <laughs> and nigga, I I I damn near tried to kill him. I, I would I, I tried to drown that little motherfucker. I don't fuck with pools, but I did piss in the pool that day because, you know, fuck it, I'm a nigga. I do what I want to do. But I, don't I like, hate pools. Um, I also don't like uh, any other. Also, whose man's is this? Uh, all the I pissed in the pool and it came out purple. 
You need to like, check your no, 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 like, like, like it was something in the water. It was something in the water. For when they pee, so they the find out who peed in the yeah, pool. So people knew you peed It's me. I actually, but I don't, like, I don't, ain't no shame in my shit. Like, the, if I do some shit, I own it. Whatever. The worst thing I've ever done I get pool, out this bitch. It was my best friend's Maya's birthday party at a fucking hotel. And I was in the pool for all of three minutes and I threw up and ruined the whole birthday party. Yep. She was mad as fuck because she was yeah, like, "Now we can't go swimming because it's like we came to like it was like the shit was like the slip and slide and like the the slide and like the it was a water park. It was a fucking water park. I ate something. It was at the Sterling Inn. Yes, and I fucking swallowed that chlorine and I fucking threw up. And they was like, "She vomited in the pool," and I was like, "Damn, they know it's me." <laughs> hey man, when we used to work, when we used to work out in Sterling Heights, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that was one of my spots. Yeah, they in the red roof, sixteen in Van Dyke. I love the roof, red roof, and so, I've had many parties there. Um, many, yeah. So have I. <laughs> Happy right, birthday! So, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's Dame going wild just on IG. I don't know how I'm gonna get my Twitter back. You know, I'm a Jay gonna have to help walk me through the process. Make a new one. Change your IP. No, no, I can't. I I can't. Don't make it Dame Gone Wild. Make it something else. No, no. I had two Twitters. I had Dame Gone Wild. Then I had because the last time I got suspended, Jay was like, "Well, make another one just in case it happened." So I had the Dame Gone Wild three one three, and then I had one called West Side Dame, and they suspended them both. Just don't use Dame. It's your IP address. You need to change your IP. Yeah, don't do Dame. Go to Apple Store and sign up a new account on the website on twitter.com yes. and the apple store that's a whole new exactly yeah. my nigga that sounds complicated they know or just download a vpn because you know i'm an i'm a ghost out here you're gonna have to help mm. me. you're gonna have to help me because i don't know how to do that's shit like shame. that i still need the kids to hook up the cable box my nigga <laughs> they be like, like <laughs> here comes genius <laughs> that genius hey, hey hold on computer <laughs> whiz, here comes this computer whiz <laughs> hey, hey hey yo when the kids <laughs> When the kids be downstairs playing the PlayStation and they don't set the input back to whatever the TV's supposed to be on, Ayo, I, I got to call upstairs. Like, I, I need one of y'all to come like, downstairs. I, I can't stand this. That's like a shame. <laughs> come help dad. That's a shame. I, I'm trying to watch ESPN. You're you a, literally 85. You're, you're literally. Custom, you a customer useless. support nigga. Worst <laughs> nightmare. Nigga. How you turn the TV? <laughs> well, you did you plug it, it up? <laughs> <laughs> Dad needs your help. Come help. Come help me. I can't. You old as fuck. The moat control ain't working. <laughs> it's definitely the moat control. Come get this fucking moat control. How old are you? 59? Yeah, I mean, my so, dick still get hard, so it doesn't even matter. So listen, uh, follow me on Instagram at uh, jjohnson313. Oh, my God. Uh, Shop Talk Podcast. Uh, follow Shop Talk Podcast. I'm doing videos. coke tonight. <laughs> Meet us at bar seven. <laughs> By the dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying we the Rockefeller podcast, but we are Jane Dame. Hell yeah. Y'all Please. lit. Period, Pooh.